It is Wednesday night, and you know what that means. It's time for another episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. I'm Paul Zartman. We got Tanner Lee, the quote-unquote KOP predictions champion. I still think uh, Austin Shepard got robbed of that. But we are here. We are covering yet another amazing night of AEW wrestling. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing good, Paul. It was a uh, wild episode of Dynamite. Surprise after surprise tonight. The surprises I didn't expect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that make it even bigger surprise? I mean, there was some. Yes. I, I, there was two of them I was really scratching my head at. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. You Got know. people talking, so. <laughs> yeah, Three hours was... before the show, Wrestling Inc. said, there's a surprise tonight. AEW fans will think it's huge. Normal wrestling fans will think it's meh. They were kind of right. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Alvarez, Brian Alvarez, hyped it up today on, on Wrestling Observer Live where he said uh, there was going to be, yeah, something huge was going to happen tonight. So I'm like, okay. So right away I'm thinking, all right, the elite, they're returning. But that's too obvious, right? So... I don't know. You, never can debate, say never. you can debate what was huge tonight, I guess. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, we'll we'll do that later. How about that? All right. We'll end the podcast debating which was bigger. All right. Uh, we want to jump right into this tonight, guys. Or uh, Chef, are you going to take us down any rabbit holes before we even get started? Nah, I usually got to get a little bit of mojo going first <laughs> before I divert on a on a detour. All right. Well, uh, we are set for a good show tonight, so let's get right into it with Darby Allen taking on Jay Lethal. There was a uh, decent amount of back and forth in this match. Uh, of course, Darby Allen started attacking immediately before the bell even rang, um, but uh, did not come up with the win. Uh, at the end, Jay Lethal connects with the lethal injection, gets the win. Um I don't know if I'd say a big win because um, Darby's been on a kind of back and forth. I won. I didn't win type of role here lately. Yeah. Darby's in a weird spot. I've said that for about a month or two months. He's in a weird, weird spot with the company right now. I mean, we're not seeing Sting by his side, which is part of the storyline, of course, right now. But I don't know. I, I feel like he's kind of lost some of his momentum in the second yeah. half of this year. But um I don't know. It was a fine match. I mean, there's a reason it started the show. The after the after the post match actions is the reason it started the show. Because I'm like, interesting choice when he came out. I'm like, I didn't expect this one to start the show tonight. I thought it'd be honestly thought it'd be Jericho, and um, the surprise opponent would start the show. But. Yeah. And of uh, uh, go ahead, Chip. No, like I really enjoyed Darby tonight. Like. I've been down on him of late, but I thought it was it was a really good showing from him and a much needed win from Lethal. Right. Um. One of my favorite spots was Darby bouncing off with the trophy seat. Like yeah. that was yeah. amazing. Darby. Yeah. And again, Darby's not going to live past thirty six at this point. But I mean, that was a hard hit he took. Um, but I liked it. It got them thrown away from ringside. I'm not a Sanjay Dutt, uh, Satnam Singh fan at all. I like Jay Lethal in the right spot. 
Um, so I thought that was a good part of the match. I enjoyed, I enjoyed this match. I really did. Um, I didn't like the end. At, let me rephrase that. I didn't like after the pin. Okay. And it's not because of Jeff Jarrett. Who the hell is Cole Carter? <laughs> I was right there he's with you. Fake it was, sting. It was, uh, he's what? a guy who's been on um, Dark and Elevation yeah. a bunch. But the crowd was just like all of us, like dead. <laughs> yeah. Dead yeah. silence. Like, here we go again. AEW's bringing somebody out for a big reaction. They don't get it because nobody knows who they are. Now, take him out of the segment and add Double J. I love the, the, the outlaw gimmick he's doing. I do too. For his age. Uh, um, he looks like a million bucks right yes. now. Yes. Yes, God. I, I think I can get behind. I can get behind a Sting Darby tag match versus Lethal Jarrett. Absolutely, obviously Lethal and Jarrett have some history um, with with the Ric Flair last match. I, I like that. Like I could, that could be a heck of a match. Yep. yep. Um, and and it can sell some tickets. It can sell some mm-hmm. uh, pay per views. Again, might as well throw Cold Trickle in there. <laughs> it's gonna cold harder. I know, I know. It's I mean, Jeff, Double J saved this for me. I mean, that that popped me because I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, if there's a promotion out there that's semi big, Jared's showing up and collecting his paycheck. The dude yeah. is a businessman. Uh, Conrad Thompson tweeted tonight: If a cat has nine lives, Jeff Jared has ten. Because I mean, I did not see this coming. I mean, in one year, he's been GCW, WWE, Triple A. Ric Flair's last match in AEW, all in one year, and we're, yeah. the year's not over yet. <laughs> I mean, you got, the only thing you have left is Impact. Yeah, and he's been there, done that. He's run the company, he's owned the company. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I mean, he's also besides those companies I just listed. I mean, if he's he's uh, performed in uh, NWA in the past, WCW, AWA, New Japan, the guy's done it all, and uh, mm-hmm. he can still talk on the mic. He's so easy to hate. Um, yeah, no, I'm all for it. I think it's cool. He's he's a great heel. Yep. Um, and like I said, you you take you take Cold Trickle out of this thing. I'm in. I enjoy this. I enjoy this finish. Um, I noticed. I don't know if anybody caught this, and I catch all the weird stuff. I get it. But uh, guitar shot laid out. Double J starting to talk. Sanjay Dutt is kneeled in the corner and he's talking to somebody. He's talking to somebody off camera and he's pointing to the pool of blood that Darby has. Now, obviously, this thing cut him, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. natural way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think Sanjay was letting him know that this was a little bit bigger than normal. I don't know if I, maybe just me that. Oh, yeah. That. But I caught that. It didn't seem like anybody was too dark beside him. It went on for another two, three minutes. It's just Darby. Yeah. It's just Darby. He'll yeah, be okay. I mean, you know, uh, he uh, props to Darby there at the end too, because just laid uh, there when the camera panned to him the last time, it almost looked like the dude wasn't even breathing anymore. Yeah. Well, they obviously changed the uh, uh, top ring pad because you didn't see that spot of blood for the rest of the night. But yep. What I also loved is I loved that Double J said choke on that slap nuts on TNT, and they played the My World theme, which I love that theme song. I think it's a great yeah. one. So that took me right back to watching Impact on 
Fox Sports One before it was even on Spike TV. So um, I loved it. That was yeah, good. yeah. And uh, of course, you know, I like how uh, Double J is quick to call out Tony Schiavone because <laughs> yeah. you know they have plenty of history together. Sure, sure. Well, um, Taz even commented like. Why am I involved in this? I got I got yeah. no beef. Taz, Taz is hilarious on commentary. Oh, yeah. His little one-liners and his feedback are great. Yeah, Taz has turned into one of the best commentary guys around. The, their commentary yeah. booth has went up levels since they moved Jr. to Rampage and Taz the Dynamite, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. And you've got Excalibur, who I think – talks faster than speedy gonzalez some days because the dude rambles things off way too quickly take off the mask man with a mask <laughs> so dumb. Will, william regal loves him literally yeah if he took off the mask what would regal talk about <laughs> it is entertaining just to hear Put what the he's mask say, back on yeah hey i could i could go i could go to a dynamite two-man booth with shivani and taz and be completely satisfied I do like yeah. the um, uh, what Ian brings to the table on ROH. Yes, I think He's that, good. and I think I've said it in, in, in uh, podcasts in the past. Mm-hmm. Rick and Bonnie is good. Like, yeah, I, he's real good. If you replace the Mask Boy with him, man, that's a strong three man crew. Stronger. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's up there with. I shouldn't. I, it's up there with Jr. and King. Yeah. I mean, how many That's years did we all love JR and King? It was amazing. Oh, they, they were the oh, best. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a little bit different, different time. Right. Uh, different oh, yeah. product. But those guys were amazing together. They had chemistry together. I think, mm-hmm. I know Taz and Shivani have chemistry. Rick and Bonnie, I think, could work with anybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be tough as nails. Yeah. 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 Um, so after. Double J gets done telling everybody when he's done with this place, there will be body bags and people can choke on that slap nuts. Uh, we get the shot of John Moxley backstage addressing his opponent tonight. He says Lee Moriarty has any revenge boiling. If Lee Moriarty has any revenge boiling in him, now would be the time to bring it to the surface as he wants him to be violent. And then it looks like we're going to cut to commercial break. As we get a picture of um, the trios tournament with the Young Bucks winning the tournament. And then it is quickly paused and replaced with footage from the Death Triangle winning the trios match. And then the graphic is shown with uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega being replaced by Death Triangle. And then again, we get everything burns out, kind of fizzles out to the AEW graphic, and then fades to black. I liked it. I thought it was unique. I thought it was cool using the software, the editing software like that. Um, this has got to lead to uh, Trio's title match of full gear, right? Between Death Triangle and Elite. I, it's got to be, I think. I don't know. I think that's where we're going, or maybe we're going to see a different version of the elite when they come back. Well, that could be too. Um, but say, say this is lead, leading towards a match between the two teams at full gear. If you guys had the pencil, do you debut them the go home dynamite or on full gear itself? Yeah. You debut them on cable television. I agree. Yep. I agree. And, yep. and if you're going to repackage them, which I'm not against. Okay. They, they could, they could stand a refreshing, 
Mm-hmm. Um, definitely debut that on some free television and hopefully get an extra uh, couple buys out of that when it comes to the pay-per-view. So big standpoint, free television, rebrand them. And, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, it was after we did last week's podcast. Um, I know it's, it's unfortunate how they all got their time off, but a time off might be a blessing for at least the Bucks. They haven't really had time off for a while. Kenny did, of course, with his injury. I mean, that was kind of too bad. We barely got him back before he had to take another hiatus. But this could be a blessing in disguise for these guys, character-wise. Yeah. And, I mean, we even – commentary even mentioned that Kenny might not be 100% and might have come back too early. Right. So this few extra weeks, couple months, whatever we want to call it, might have helped him. Mm-hmm. Nope. But it'll be it'll be good to get him back on TV, all three of them. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, last week because of the way the footage was done and everything, we talked about the fact that maybe the Bucks were saying and Kenny was saying, you know, without AEW or without us, there is no AEW. But what if true. that was their clue that they're rebranding the elite because they're never referred to as the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega in the videos that they're fizzling out in? They're referred to as the elite. It's true. Good catch. So, I don't know. Just my thought. Just my thought. All right. uh, Up next, we got John Moxley versus Lee Moriarty in a world title eliminator. Green hair. Green hair. It was blue last a couple weeks ago, and now it's green. And I don't know. Um, Yeah, wasn't surprised with this outcome at all. Moxley picks up the victory. Anytime TK says, here's a... Um, world champion eliminator match. Yep, you know the champion's winning, right? It doesn't until make any until sense. one day he doesn't, and then that's going to be the big swerve oh, yeah. that they've built, built, built. But yeah, these two have a little history. Of course, Lee Moriarty was always mentioned when the Blackpool Combat Club was getting formed as a potential member. So Moxley wanted him to bring it tonight. Wanted to hit him with some hard stiff shots. That was kind of the story of the match. But in the end, Moxley gets to win. But it was the actions after the match which kind of was a story yeah um by the way i liked ethan page on commentary he's good he at everything a pretty good job i, I think I he's mean, good at everything he can talk he can wrestle he deserves a push yep uh post mass post match ethan page hits the ring lays out the aw world champion as page is confirmed for an upcoming eliminator tournament i'm Kind of starting to get behind the firm, guys. No, stop it. Stop okay. it. Yeah. I'm not gonna get stop behind it. I'm not gonna get behind their their little short guy there. Stop uh it. yeah, no, no, the little short guy. Shep's favorite guy. No, but Paige, I'm behind Paige. I've always liked Paige. One He's guy. a fantastic guy. One guy. The the overall storyline that they're telling with the firm is, I guess, more of what I'm saying. Because they want to do this, we're taking over storyline, and that's what you're seeing. We, we tried to see this with the pinnacle, it failed. We tried to see this with the thing that MJF did before the pinnacle, it failed. <laughs> it's finally happening, and that's what I'm excited about. If they're taking over, Moriarty would have went over tonight. Well, okay. The attempted takeover. How about that? 
The best part of that match tonight was when the crowd got distracted when Lamar Jackson from the Baltimore Ravens walked yeah. in, and there was an MVP chance. Yeah. And I think it was Shivani, or was it Matt? Taz. 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 Taz so oh, they're MVP for Moscow. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Lamar Jackson just walked yeah. in the building in the middle of the match and it distracted 95% of the crowd and because the match sucked. It distracted me too because I'm on Twitter like, who just walked in because the whole crowd rose up and then it changed MVP. I'm like, where are they tonight? And then it clicked Baltimore. I'm like, that's got to be Lamar then, right? And then they say Lamar Jackson. So I'm like, yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and nothing against – I'm a Moxley fan. Uh, yeah. I've stated that. I know some people – uh, in the professionally professional wrestling business, aren't um, I'm a Moxley fan. He sell he sells me. That's me personally, though. Okay, but tonight against Lee Moriarty, I give two. You know what? Yeah, no. And, and I was I was distracted like the crowd, and I'm wondering who in the heck just walked in the building. You could see him. They were hard camera walking down the aisle. And, uh, you know, they had to, I think the following commercial break, they came back and, and showed a picture of Lamar sitting front row um, with some other uh, Ravens players. Mm-hmm. That was a highlight of that match. And and you, you got your world champion, your world champion in that match. Like, oh, I just, I did, I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hate the firm. I hate that. Gosh darn it. <laughs> I, I got Chef fired up tonight. It is. I, 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 why are you using your world champion on the second freaking match of the night in a worthless – what happened if he got hurt tonight? What happened if he got injured in that match tonight? You screw up your plans for the next 30 days. Well, here's what I don't like about it, Chef. And I was talking to Paul about this uh, before we started recording, before you joined us. No MJF this week. Okay. I can kind of buy into that because he got beat down, slammed through a table last week by yeah. Morrissey. But but Moxley took a pretty good beating too, and he was on tonight. So why not? Right? I guess well, I guess I, if you take him and MJF off, that's a lot of star power you're losing for a week. But which which we got we got uh, uh, blah face Morrissey later on. <laughs> See, now, now I think I think he's the other guy I can get behind. I can get behind him and Paige. I could, I could, but the way they've used him in AEW so far, I mean, the guy hadn't said no, no, yeah. His facial expressions are awful. He looks like a million bucks. Yeah, okay? the best he's ever looked, even going back in the NXT days. I mean, the guy looks like a million bucks. He's chiseled. I like it. He's athletic. I like it. Mm-hmm. They're just using him awful right now. So yeah, the the way they used him, you should have had an MJF appearance towards the end. By the way, the the uh, 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 poster of the night was MGF drives a convertible in the buff. <laughs> the of the night. I don't know if you guys saw that. I think Acclaim saw it. And I liked it. Yeah, yeah. We haven't gotten the Acclaim yet, Chef. Hold on. We'll I know that was that. I just we were talking about MGF <laughs> poster. I thought it was funny. All right, up next, we headed uh, to a video that was shot earlier today as Renee interviews Soraya. I didn't even pay attention to this. I don't. Even, I couldn't even tell you what she said. I was scrolling through my phone. I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. She didn't look like the person she was when she debuted. Now, well, yes, she's I had a lot of work older. done, Paul. Right. She's had a lot but, of work done. Just I come mean, out and say it. 
We're, we're talking about her neck, right? Like working on her neck. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Shep, I think she was trying to get you to look at some of the work because her hands were all the whole interview. This is where her hands were. I was just trying to make sure her neck looked healthy. I'm I'm worried about her bow being. Okay. Yeah, she might have some back problems later on in life. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Renee asks her towards the end. <laughs> Renee asked her towards the end if she's medically cleared. Uh, she says, you know, I was uh, going to do this this week, but I want to get things cleared by one more doctor. Okay, Baker. Her and Britta full gear. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. She made it, she made it sound like she wasn't clear, but we, I think we, we know enough yeah. reports that she is clear. Right. Obviously, the other doctor... Is right. I mean, I want to see this match. I want to see yeah. Sarai back, and I and I hope behind the scenes she's uh, training and getting that ring rust off because that right. is a real deal. Right. Uh, we've yeah. seen it with other other stars in the past, so yeah, you want her match, her first return match, to be a pay per view. You don't want to waste that on on cable. Yeah. And, so. and and I mean, I'm an old guy. I'm older than both of you probably combined. Um, oh, hey now. Yeah. You're only like two or three years older than me. I know. Five. I was trying five. to give you a compliment, Paul. Take it. Okay. Yeah. I'm like in between both of you here. So <laughs> but five years older than Shep and or five years younger than Shep and five years older than Tanner. But there's not one women professional wrestler we've ever seen work a match with like 47 inch nails that Soraya had on the line. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> That's why she couldn't. You know, she couldn't point. She she put her hands up. I'm just saying, like little things like that. Just I know I'm probably nitpicking, and everybody's gonna say, "Well, you're you're an idiot." Which good point. But (laughs) I'm just saying, like in reality, whether professional wrestling is predetermined or not, you cannot put somebody in an athletic contest Mm -mm. with with four inch nails. I mean. There goes an eyeball. Yeah, yeah. Bad things are gonna happen. Or you're, you're asking for you don't need it, Pierce. Yeah, you're, you're asking for a bad accident to happen. Right. So it, to me, it just takes some of the believability out of it. Yeah, that's, that's all. Fair. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's a good criticism. Yeah, I agree with you. Again, I want to see Sarai back. I want. I think she's a hell of a performer. She's a great talker, um, and I would love to see this match. I really would. Mm-hmm. I, I think it could be. Really close to to Britt and Thunder Rosa when they freaking stole that dynamite with the, with the uh, Saint Patrick's they slam with the, the death match or yeah, whatever. Twenty twenty, I mean, was great. Still one of my favorite AEW matches my of two. all time. Yeah, I gave that yeah. my match of the year. I believe didn't I, Paul? That year, I think 20, you did last year. Mm-hmm. So again, a ton of potential. Just yeah, I don't know just just polish it up a little bit. That's yeah, all. We, yeah, we got we got what uh, from the Saturday. Three weeks. Two weeks. Two, two weeks. From Saturday. Yeah, two weeks from Saturday. So they got they got to start getting it going. They got got to give give me a little more in this feud. Mm-hmm. We'll see it next week. Do Do you have a no? No, never mind. I thought I should, <laughs> second guess. I almost thought. Do you have a Do you have a tag match to uh, the the week no. before just to make sure she can do it or? No. Keep it all behind the scenes. Yep. Um, 
Up next, Tony Schiavone is shown backstage with Regal, and Regal says that after last week, it, um, MJF showed that he has potential, but he has a long way to go before being a true villain. He doesn't think potential will help him be a champion when he has to face a real demon in John Moxley. So I was also thinking about this since since we recorded last week. Could you guys see Regal turning on Blackpool at full gear and aligning himself with MJF? Maybe. With the way the story's been laid out? Uh, we'd have to get a true confirmation that MJF is completely done with the firm, um, out on his own again, and uh, not yet. Not okay. yet. Give me the rematch, and then we'll do it. Um. Yeah, I don't see it right off the bat. Because I still... I'm just going back and forth. Like, I just don't think they're ready to pull the trigger on a full face MJF yet, even though the crowd wants it and how last week's dynamite ended. So there's, he's got something up his sleeve and I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out what is, I just hope it's not a lame. This was part of my plan with the firm all along for them attacking me. I hope it's not that. I hope it's something else. Oh, it probably is. Dude. I don't know. Do you do you get a? Uh, you, you can't get a. Uh, I don't know. There's there's so many options there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't see any BCC members costing the match. Um, if you're gonna do a full face MJF and give Mox his six weeks vacation that he was entitled to, I think Mox is professional enough. Puts him over clean and makes him the face. And and the and the reason he's going to make him the face is during that match, the firm will try to get involved and MJF will stop him. Yep. If MJF yep. stops him and still goes over clean, next thing you know, MJF's going to be a face. The way he talks, and he will be the and he no no pun intended he will be the face of that company. At 25 years old now? Or is he still 24? I think he's 26. Yeah. 26. Yeah. That's still, still... Still young. Still stupid young. Yeah. So mm-hmm. here's another thought. No, I'm I'm going down to rabbit holes tonight, boys. Um, so mm-hmm. if, if MJF wins a title and it, say he becomes a face, even if it's low down the road, we've seen the pinnacle kind of reform without MJF. But if he's a face and has a title... Wardlow has a title. FTR can get their titles. You could throw the All-Atlantic title on Sean Spears. You could have a full-face, all-title pinnacle, kind of like uh, Evolution 2.0, but faces. Um, or is it too soon? Too soon yeah, to revisit that. Soon. I really oh. thought we'd see Sean. I, I would rather see Sean Spears tonight come out and save. Uh, the acclaim than FTR or mm-hmm. have him involved at some point. Right. Yeah. We got him and then we haven't seen him. It was just that one off in Toronto. It seems like, yeah. cause he's from Canada. So I, I, yeah. I don't know. I know he's got a child coming. So maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Give him till the end of the year. First part of next year, he'll be back. Is so listening to a lot of wrestling podcasts in the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. 
um, some really old school guys, some modern day guys. Um, there's one kind of agreement about AEW that their roster is too heavy. And I think sometimes when we have a show like tonight where we, we featured a lot of top talent, but we miss some talent that could be potentially top talent. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of, I don't, I don't want them to go to a three hour show. No, I don't want it to be a raw. I don't want it to be a, a nitro back in the day. Um, I think two hours is perfect, but just think, you know, I think we need to weed out some stuff. Just my opinion. No, they there are definitely some guys that when their contracts comes up, come up, they need to let them walk. Um, one I can think of off the top of my head, and I think he's a very talented performer, is Lance Archer. They don't do anything with him anymore. Uh, one guy I wish they'd use more, and his wife has been outspoken about, is Miro. I don't know why he's not being used. That's the one that really drives me nuts. Um. But yeah, I agree, Shep. I, I think the roster is top heavy. Yeah. But yet, I understand why Tony goes out and signs, you know, Bandito and um, Juice, uh, Juice Robinson. I mean, those are talents. If 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 you can get them, you get them, oh. and then you figure it out from there. Yeah. But but yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah. Their their roster is very top heavy. There is lots very. of people on the roster. But yeah. that's why they need ROH to take come off. out with the show. I mean. So right, you need to over there. Fine, more AEW, less ROH in the stands. Did anybody see that tonight? Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's been a criticism of other podcasters, um, guys that have obviously way more experience in business than than, than we do. Um, they, they have talked about. So, yeah, we 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 have to separate. No, me wrong. I thought the main event tonight was great. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that later. Um, I think the the Jericho uh, Society versus ROH could be a great segment, but we don't need to see that on AEW right now. I think it's leading up to it where we could shift it to an ROH show. Hmm. I think, you know, the final battle is coming up in December 19th. December 19th? I thought it was 3rd or 10th. 14th, whatever. It's in December. Um I think you'll see. Obviously, you're going to see a heavy presence of AEW talent, which is right. which is fine at this point. But hopefully, first of the year they make the transition of eleventh. Exactly. Not the not single. I thought it was a tenth, so I was off. <laughs> um, but hopefully, they make the transition of like first of the year we have the ROH talent, and you can bring some younger talent that you have on Dark and Elevation into ROH. And then you have your your, your dynamite and rampage. Again, right. it's a. I think it's a good problem to have at this point. Yeah. yeah, you know, just I don't think we need a. We don't need twelve months of this. You know, we put up with what about we about six months of ROH, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he bought it. He bought it in April, I think. April, so March or April. Yeah. After a couple of paper, the one pay-per-view, let's just go from June on. So, you know, we're six months in and yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Not, not that I don't want to see Jericho on dynamite. Right. 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 Not that I don't, I can give or take Danny Garcia right now. Uh, but, you know, make it, make it appearance of both every once in a while. Could really help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know how it started. I, I really hope they uh, announce the Rabbit show. Rabbit holes. I, I'm guessing after their pay-per-view in December, we get an announcement about TV for them starting or streaming, whatever, starting 2023. That's, that's yeah. my guess. Well, yeah. streaming's got to be available. And, and, and we've talked about this on this show before. Uh, big announcement. GCW just signed with Fight TV Plus yeah. um, for $4.99 a month. So for five bucks a month, you can get every GCW pay-per-view live plus their complete library. Yeah. And they run a minimum two shows a month. Yeah. Which usually costs 20 bucks a show. Yeah, it's a heck of a deal. So to tell me there ain't streaming deals out there is Tony's got something in his pocket. Fight Plus grabbed somebody else too, a different promotion yesterday also. I'm gonna look that up why we why we carry on because now it's gonna bug right. me. But well, you look that up, and uh, we shall talk about Billy Gunn's birthday bash. <laughs> this had this had uh, WWE written all over it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, Although and, I, I loved Max Caster's stab at Elon Musk. I'm just saying. Wrestling revolver. Hmm, yeah. Okay. Which which they use a lot of impact stars in the past, but anyway, that's beside the point. I know Sammy Callahan was big on and Mox is appearing on their next show. So mm-hmm. Swerve as well. So. He can't he can't appear on GCW anymore, obviously. So right. even though even though Lauderdale said don't be surprised to see him back. So yeah. that's what he said on a on a on a uh, interview with Sean Ross Sapp. So I think that was a uh, that back to the GCW finish there with Mox and, and Gage. I think that was uh, a stab for Gage to try to put himself yeah. over, yeah. Um, you know, the, the bank addicted drug robber as Cornette calls him, but whatever. Yep. Not that I don't dislike Gage, but he's past his prime. It's, it's Gage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's popped a couple times and we all like it. And anyways, uh, what are we talking about? Fight TV Plus, right? <laughs> we were talking about Billy Gunn's birthday bash. Uh, Billy Gunn's birthday. Yeah. Talking about, talking about uh, WWE birthday celebration written all over it. Yeah, yeah, I kept waiting when they took off uh, the the towel, I guess, if you want to call it that, for the trophy. I figured Swerve would be sitting right there. I figured it'd be the boogeyman with worms coming out of his mouth. Well, yeah, he is we back. haven't done that in a few years. So, uh, but uh, one of my favorite things, and I mean, this is why I agree. It had WWE written all over it. Bowen said he had guests planned, but two canceled at the last minute, and the rest weren't happy he didn't go to the reunion. That popped Billy. Billy <laughs> liked that. It did. He even gave the chop, and the camera tried to switch quick from that. No, which. Which going back to that, there was an agreement that uh, TK was all about it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He he was gonna let him go, but they had to either show an AEW logo on the lower third, like when he came out, or just mention AEW, and WWE wouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, he he'll play ball, which yeah. I love. Yeah, I love yeah. him play ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Yeah. So. Yep. Well, in in, in USA Network. Might have been again. They might have. They might have said, ah. It might not have been a Triple H call. Might have been a network call. It might have been. 
damn Cyrus the Network. <laughs> Sorry. You can't rambling. say ass on TV anymore. <laughs> can't on TNT. Scissor me. Yeah. <laughs> um, towards the end of the segment, uh, Morrissey shows up uh, after the gun club shows up and says, we got you a gift. Ass boys. <laughs> Because they weren't invited, even though it's their dad. And then Billy puts his arms around the acclaimed. I like that yeah. part. Yeah, that was but, funny. Uh, uh, after the gun club says, you know, we've got you. We got you a gift. Morrissey attacks. Then the gun club runs down. The three of them are beating up the three of them. Uh, then FTR's music hits as they make the save. They grab a hold of the titles. And I went, oh, here we go. And they just handed him over to the champs. Is it just me, though? Or, but every week, Cash and, D- and Dax are coming down the ramp. And the, I mean, they're ready to go, but you know they're thinking, God damn it. We got to do another like little run in like this again. Like, this is what they're giving us again. You can kind of see it on their face. Like, come on. Yeah, because they start coming out. And then it's just like that whole, all right. Yeah, yeah like kind of. Yeah. Here to save the day. Did anybody see the guy? Hard camera, about seven, eight rows up, wearing a hockey jersey, completely bald. With yeah. the- yes, <laughs> that dude looked yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, FTR's in the stands tonight. And he popped, he popped big. The camera went to him when FTR yeah, came down. So, yeah. yeah, I thought that was good. And Dax's shirt tonight was awesome. Yeah, it was a good shirt. That was awesome. Um, yep. What was I going to go with this? Uh, <laughs> We're, we're eventually you're gonna have to have the acclaimed and an FTR, um, and it's gonna be one of those crowds that's gonna be split. Mm-hmm. Kind of going back to the uh, John Cena WWE days, where half the crowd wanted mm-hmm. Cena, half the crowd hated him. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna get that at some point, and I think it'll be a, a, a banger of a match. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of could get behind that one. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully they don't put it a uh, Texas tornado or a three-way tag match, and and Swerve Our Glory is in there, and and the champions don't take the pin type deal. I think I think um, my prediction is acclaimed Swerve in Our Glory at full gear. That's where we see the split between Keith Lee and Swerve. And yeah. then, then you get your acclaimed FTR feud going out of that, which you could do at Winter is Coming. You could you could wait clear to Revolution. That's a little ways away though. Um, but I feel I like, like when you Winter's do it, I, I think I think you got to pull the trigger on FTR. That's yeah. why I kind of like trying to wait till Revolution. Like give it a claim a few more months, and FTR takes it off. FTR is hot right now. Even so, it's a claim. Even but even outside of AEW though. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You know, even though the acclaimed, like the scissor me thing, I mean, I mean, they're doing the World Series right now. Like he was legit saying that. Like, uh, happened, uh, yeah, the, the Philly, Philly, Phillies, yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, when that stuff starts hitting in pop culture, mainstream, Philly, Phillies are down five zero right now. So, well, I knew the Astros. Yeah, I knew they were gonna and swing back tonight. So. I'm not a big Astros fan, but he's Who is? he's no hit through seven and a third. So, it's cruising. He's dealing. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Uh, up next, Baker's seen backstage with Tony Schiavone. She says she wasn't showing up to their party 
as she is sick of the conspiracy. Jamie Hader just wants to wrestle, and Baker agrees as she tells AEW to find them a tag team to face. Tony Schiavone's got a hell of a mullet. That's all I got out of this. Yes, he does. You know, I, I was he trying to decide just I, I was <laughs> trying to decide it. who had the better mullet. The guy in the black truck or Tony Schiavone? The guy in the black truck. <laughs> His is curly though. Well, yeah, but Schiavone's I mean, is straight, and I think straight plays. I think I think if you go back into the mullet days in the eighties. I think it was all about straight. If you had curly hair, man, you, you worked too hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Who's got the better mullet, Tony or Cash? Ooh. Tony. Cash is a little shorter right now. Yeah. I think he's growing for it, but it's a little shorter. Now, let's go back to your point of Black Truck versus Tony Schiavone. Who – who could be on the who would get kicked off the microphone faster by the FCC? Black truck or Shivani? Black truck. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. Anybody that's watching this is not a local Rochester guy. I'm not gonna get that one, but nope. that's good. We'll that's go hey, you know, you know, and then we're not giving him a true proper shout out either. So you know. <laughs> Identity withheld. Exactly. Up next, speaking of identity withheld, Chris Jericho in an ROH World Championship match against Unknown. Uh, Jericho comes down, says he's the best. He doesn't care who his opponent is. And blah, blah, blah. I'll take on anybody. I'll take on Lamar Jackson, Jackson, who tries to hide from the camera. Yeah, he, he didn't want to be on camera. He, did, he didn't yeah. like that. I, I did like that, though. I did like that yeah. Jericho. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, 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 then and that's cool that I, 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 I mean, it. that's one of NFL's biggest stars. I mean, back in the day on Raw, you always had the big athletes showing up. So, Well, cool yeah, that. and your big celebrities, hence why David Arquette's now a former WCW champion. God. And got his neck cut open by Nick Gage. Yeah, yeah well, died. you know, I wasn't going to go there. I will. Jack Perry's dad saved him. So, yeah. yeah. Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but as we all sit around and wait to find out who uh, the opponent is, we hear the famous boom, boom. Colt Cabana is making his way to the ring, who looks like he's on the verge of crying. Oh, he had tears in his eyes. An emotional yeah. boom, boom. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Which yes. good for him. First time he's been on AEW TV in a long time. And. That sound you heard, that was the final nail in CM Punk's <laughs> AEW coffin. That boom, boom. Yeah, that was getting yep. the nail hammered in. He done. I was uh, surprised mm-hmm. at the decent pop he got. Yeah. And you could tell he was too. Um, and as the yeah. match went on, they got behind him as a true face. Um, and... I tell you what, we haven't seen him in a while. He took his, he took the shirt off. Great shape. Guy looked good. Um, I think there was one botch in the match. Oh, that was a bad botch. That yeah. they about hurt themselves on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the yeah. top rope deal. Yeah. yeah, top rope. Yep. Um, but other than that, you know. But they recovered fine. Yeah, they recovered fine. I thought the match was surprisingly good. I loved mm-hmm. the. Uh, 
I don't like Jake Hager. I hate the purple hat. I think he looks like a. Did, did you see? Did you see him after the match? Did you see on Twitter what happened to him after the match? I didn't catch it till on Twitter when they walked up the ramp. He got a either a hamstring cramp or a Charlie horse, and he fell to the ground uh, and was basically dry humping the stage. I, I, oh, I thought that was just him doing it to be stupid. No, I think he got a cramp. I have, I, have, I haven't seen Twitter since since we went, but I gotta look. I'll look that up. Oh yeah, you got to look it up after the show. It was yeah, classic. It, there's a brief second that it's shown before I think, they. I think he just got one right in the back of the leg, and he went down like he was shot. <laughs> Which again, I, back to the match, like you said, I think Cole coming out with all the stuff said about Cole, yeah, um, and and Punk doing what he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not root for the guy, right? No, yeah. I right. Right. This so, is TK's. I'm sorry. You're not going to go over, but I'm sorry. Oh, I also, I also think it's a big F you to punk from yeah, TK. Like, I think it's more of an F you to punk than, than to get him over. Um, because I think Cole has always been a guy that can get himself over. Right. Um, he's got a little comedy in his matches. Mm-hmm. He's always mm-hmm. done that. You know, that Superman pin is amazing. I've yeah, always back from Ring of Honor. Um, it just it just works, you know. He won he won the Ring of Honor television title with that right before Ring of Honor kind of uh, disbanded. But uh, yeah, I think it was a great surprise, mm-hmm. Not the surprise we wanted, which we talked about earlier. I think there was a a guy with the last name of Hero that we kind of wanted. Yep. <laughs> Tell you me. Know. Yeah, that the got me good on Twitter. Me, I, 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 yeah, that that stupid account gets me quite a bit. I got to be careful. Uh, if you ever look at his his name under it, it's like Tommy Custom. Yeah, yeah. I got, I just got real excited with the graphic, and, and I saw the profile pic, and then I, yeah. Uh, but no, I thought this worked out well. Uh, made Jericho yep. look like Jericho. I, I like him going after the Ring of Honor, Ring of Jericho thing. You know, Yocho reinvents himself again. Yep, reinvents himself again. We get again. You make you make uh, Colt Cabana look good, and at the end, I think it's a double bird to Punk. I really do. I do too. I do too. I I literally think Tony Khan's like you know after a seven year hiatus, I put every not everything I had, but I put a ton of liability into you, ton of money, and this is how you repaid everything. This is how you ended it after a year. I'm gonna make this guy look like a million bucks. Yep, yep. And 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 if he, I know Punk's stubborn. Obviously, if you look at his past, he's a stubborn sob. Yep. Punk does not have twenty five percent of the buying power that Tony Khan has. So no matter what Punk does, I don't care if Punk gets a payout. I don't give a if he gets Mm -hmm. a. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna affect Tony Khan. It's nope. going to affect the con. And I think if there was any way Tony could work this out and have Punk come back and not lose the locker room, I think he would because there's so much creative-wise that they didn't do. That would have been great. I just don't – at this point, I don't think it's it's, it's salvageable. Not it's not worth it. You're, it's yeah. always locker room so much better without a minute. Right, right now you got your two locker room leaders in yep. Jericho and Mox, and it sounds like those guys have run through a brick wall for those. Yep. 
Yep. Yep. So, so, yep. so and it sounded like Jericho confronted him. That was a report that came out last week. Yeah, he confronted that. him after the yep. fight and pretty much called him a cancer to the locker room. And Punk told him to get lost. You don't know what you're talking about. This doesn't involve you. And I mean, Jericho, say what you want about Chris Jericho, but that dude has a history of standing up to people. He stood up to Bill Goldberg, stood up to Brock Lesnar. He's not scared to get into it, a tussle with somebody yeah. that can legit beat his ass. He he will go down swinging. So he, he st- well, he stands up for the business. Yeah, you got you got to respect. Yep. Now, yeah. now, on the negative side of this, you have the Bucks and Kenny coming back, which sounds like they had the locker room a little on the negative, the downside. So when they come back in, are they still the EVPs? Are they still have some locker room control? Or or do you just hey, your performers right now, Mox and Jericho have it? Let's just I, I, I think that's kind of going back to those videos, the reinventing. Not only are we gonna get to see something other than the elite as a group, they're not gonna have the positions they have. And I'm okay with that because the reason mm-hmm. that I, I fell, uh, I don't say fell in love, but the reason I enjoy those guys so much back in the New Japan and the ROH days is they were performers. They were workhorses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they went out and they put on a show and they, they tried to steal every show they were on, whether they were the first match on or the last match, they were going to make you say at the end of the day, man, the Bucks were awesome. Hey, Omega was awesome. That match, awesome. I'm so glad I paid the $29.95 or $39.95 or whatever the hell I paid. That's what their job was. Mm. And I think they lost a little bit of that when they were in the MVP role. Not saying Punk's a complete 100% wrong. Right. When, with Now, his statements were wrong, but he could have gone yeah. about it differently. Yes, yes. So, so going back to that, yeah, bring them back, but maybe reinvent them. You know, maybe maybe make him go against, maybe make him go against the 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 back end. I don't I don't know what you call it, but you know, mm-hmm. anti corporate, anti um, organization. Mm-hmm. There's some opportunity there, though. Definitely, there is. There is. And in, then in, in after the match, and I know you're probably going to bring this up, Paul, we saw you the uh, JS get into it with the Blackpool Combat Club after they were going to attack Ian Rhea body again and broke his glasses. Again, poor guy. He was like, just, just trying to commentate. Jeez. <laughs> which Jericho did put the glasses on, which that's going to be internet meme all over the place because he stuck his tongue oh. out while he did it. Um, just like a little bit of the bubbly. But, you know, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm over this feud. JS Blackpool Comic Club. They've been feuding since May. I'm over it on AEW, but it can work in Ring of Honor. Yes. Yeah, My right. Mox. Yeah. Because it looks like we're probably going to get Jericho and Claudio at full gear, or if not full gear, then... Um, Final battle. Yeah. Um, that's probably where it's going, but I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, ever since the JS was formed, they've fought with Blackpool Combat Club. And I, I after last week, I thought maybe Blackpool Combat Club would get into it with the firm. Firm yeah. sucks. <laughs> Sorry. I think there's an opportunity there with Ring of Honor versus the JA. Mm-hmm. So, I, I like Claudio. 
Yuda, I know, is not a true ROH guy, but Claudio and Danielson are. It was so, good to see Danielson give yeah. physical on TV tonight. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, can, can we talk about the fact that when Sammy Guevara came out, he didn't everybody really booed him. know what to do? And everybody booed him big he, time. Oh, yeah, not yeah. even that. He went to lock in a rear naked choke, ends up on top of the guy. I mean, he had no clue where he was going with anything he was doing. He's, prob- he's probably uh, counting his uh, wife's OnlyFans subscribers by now. I saw that she started that, didn't she? Yeah. She can't wrestle, so she might as well get paid somehow else. Yep. Um, I like back to the uh, Jericho Society ROH. I think at uh, going into final battle early December, we might get it at full gear. Briscoes versus 2.0. God, I hope so. That'd be fun. That'd be cool. Finally, I'm finally, you know, 2.0 gets gets involved at some point at at full gear, and finally we get some debuts of the Briscoes, and that leads to a tag match at Final Battle. Because you can't you can't throw the Briscoes right back in the tag scene since they've been beat. Um, but they got to be on that show because yeah. they're they're signed. Yeah, they've been confirmed. Um, they've been laying kind of low. Uh, they beat Aussie Open at, at Hog Wrestling, I think, uh, last weekend or a weekend before. But Aussie Open's just been throwing some banger of a matches, even though they haven't won anything. Mm-hmm. They've had some hellacious matches, which is awesome. I enjoy watching those two. Um, but yeah, we gotta we gotta have the Briscoes coming up. So I could see Briscoes versus 2.0. I I'd watch that one. Yeah, that'd be entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I'm all for that. Up next we've got the uh all Atlantic Championship match, a three-way match because apparently we don't call them triple threats. Uh, Orange Cassidy versus Luc- versus Luchasaurus. There we go. Versus Ray Phoenix. Oh, I forgot to mention the backstage segment uh, where Ray says he's feeling confident he's going to become a t- double champion, and um, Pack tells him, you know, here's the hammer. Use it. It's your golden ticket. Just think about it. Are, are we starting to see the the downfall of Death Triangle? Yeah, I'm okay with it. That's why I think the elites got to get their titles back. I didn't um, think so, but now I'm really starting. After the last two weeks, I'm but, but, convincing myself. So do you reward them? No, and I know you and I talked about this last week on the podcast. I don't. I personally wouldn't do it from a business standpoint because you're kind yeah. of rewarding bad behavior. But I think that's the direction it's going. It's going to be another uh, finger to fill. I think that's where, I think that's kind of where TK is going at this point. How he many fingers be. can I throw up that fill? What about, what about the way we ended the match with a surprise appearance, but you have Rocky, Mer- Rocky Romero and the best friends. Mm-hmm. And I know the best friends get a lot of guff. And yeah, I'm one of them. One of eyes. <laughs> the Kentucky gentleman looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy, but I like I like Chucky T. And oh, he can wrestle, but he, he needs to get in the gym a little bit. Yeah, and, nah. and when did he get the nickname the Kentucky gentleman? I don't know because I thought he was sexy Chucky T, and all of a sudden he's the Kentucky gentleman. I'm like, wait, what's going on here? That has to be that has to be back before they joined in Ring of Honor. Had to be. I think that was ROH. Days. Yeah, 
But I mean, I enjoy Rocky Romero. He's con- you know, he's he's raised some feathers in the past. Um, I know some people don't care for him over here, but I think he's fairly entertaining. Um, yeah. I don't know. That that's just a that's just a option in case you don't want to reward the elite. Yeah, that's a good option. Um, towards the end of the match, I want to talk about Jungle Boy launching himself. Jack Perry. Into... Okay. <laughs> that's what they call him tonight, too. They do. Uh, a little bit of both. Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy Jack, Jack I Perry. I, I mean, you're just ready for Jack Perry. So I am. Anytime I, I, I say Jungle Boy, you're going to be like, Jack I, Perry. Yep, you are 100% correct. All right. Can we talk about the fact that Jack launched himself into the giant dinosaur yeah. and they crashed through a table and awesome. Jack smacked his face off the side of the table? Yeah, he had some blood inside his mouth. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Hurt. I'm pretty sure it was a fast camera shot, but I thought he had some blood under his lip. So, yeah. Yeah. He uh, he did not hit where I, th- I don't think the table was in the direction he thought it was. No, he hit that. I mean, he had Luchasaurus. With everything he had, so it was a good yeah. spot. He had a, a, a ten, fifteen foot head, like running start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, I, when you're you know one hundred and five pounds, you kind of have to have some force when you're trying yeah. to take down a three fifty guy. Easy, yeah. Cornetti's bigger than one hundred and five. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody under five six is one hundred and five. Okay, but uh, I like this feud though. <laughs> Keep going. I'm, I'm a five six and a half. So you're 115. Okay. <laughs> um, so we get back ringside. Pack runs down with the hammer, hands it to Phoenix. Phoenix throws it back out and eats Orange Cassidy. <laughs> yeah, you knew it was going to win, but it was so entertaining. I mean, I can watch Ray Phoenix work every day. Yeah. So fun I, to watch. I still think if we put Ray Phoenix, Darby Allen, in a match together, just the two of them, no holds barred, anything goes, somebody's going to launch themselves into, like, the 10th row. Yep. Just to say they could. Yep. Yeah. They're going to try to each other. But uh-huh. when do we finally get the end? Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank here. When, when do we get the end of that? Uh, feud of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Like, what's the end goal? I th- I mean, you can't play it out till Christian's back. Cause Christian's gonna be out another no. seven to eight months, and I know eventually we got to get Jungle Boy or geez, there it is, Jack yeah. Perry. We got to get his revenge on Christian. I get that, but you can't wait that long, can you? You 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 got to put him over Luchasaurus at some point. Yeah, full gear. And then, and then I don't know if you throw him in the Atlantic feud. You throw him in the TBS title or the TNT. TNT. I get it confused with the. He could probably take on Jake Cargill and put on a better match than what we saw tonight. I hope we skip that whole segment, right? Oh my god, that was embarrassing. Um, But I mean, you got you got to move him on. Yeah, have it to have a good. I don't know, man. I I really think, and this is this is really going down the rebel. I really think Jungle Boy versus Ricky Stark could be a hell of a program. Where's Ricky been? I don't yes. know. I, I, mean, I think I think Ricky <laughs> would be a hell of a heel. Jack's a great yeah. face. Yeah. Both Ricky can talk a little bit better than than Jack, but I think he can learn. Um, 
both in-ring performers are great. I think I think those two guys could really put some asses in the seats, actually. Um, but I know that's a random, random thought. But I like it. I'm good. At I'm I'm there for it. I'm there for it. Yeah. Um, post match, uh, of course, Pack is attacking Cassidy as our ref is trying to hand Cassidy both his belt and his contract. Um, yeah, sure. The dude's getting his head stomped in. Let's just hand him a contract. You know, <laughs> here's your contract, buddy. Don't worry about your head. Size um, he signed a medical waiver. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I'm not going to attempt the guy's first name, but Shibata appears alongside the rest of the best friends. Uh, Got a big pop, pop from the crowd. He did. Yes. We haven't seen him since forbidden door. Yeah. Where he did the same thing, basically. Um, Pac rolls away to avoid confrontation. Shibata then points at the title. Cassidy hands him the contract for the dream match, making it official for this Friday. I wouldn't call it a dream match. Yeah, I'm with you, Paul. I I guess it's Cassidy's dream match. Yeah, and a lot of people on IWC really like this. I'm not, you know... This is where I get to learn learn about people when AEW brings guys like this in. Like, I don't get mad. Like, some people do on the IWC. Like, this is stupid. They're bringing people like only the diehards know. I'm fine with that because I get to learn about them. I guess this guy almost died. So this is kind of his return match. I don't know if he's had a match since that. So that's why people are calling it a dream match. And a lot of people were really saying this is a big deal. So... I guess I'm excited for it, but yeah. I just I'm I'm uneducated when it comes to a lot of New Japan guys. I'd rather see Shibata versus uh, Pack. Yeah, yeah, we'll that's get what there. I we'll saw get there. A lot, of, a lot of people are saying we need that match too. So. Nothing to get um, pockets. No, he's Pockets. not losing that title. So no, Pockets has not been bad the last couple of weeks. No, yeah, he actually showed some speed right out of the gate. You know, throwing the shirt actually outside of the ring from the opposite side. Uh, quickly put on his elbow pad, handed off his sunglasses. And... The backpack kills me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's easier to carry the title. Mm-hmm. The title's heavy. He is a fighting champ. I'll give him that. Yeah. 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 Uh, up next, Swerve in Our Glory are shown backstage with Rick Ross of Rick all people. <laughs> that was so random. <laughs> Keithley says he hasn't heard from his opponent. He points out the recent times where Strickland has been cheating, and Strickland says he uh, will be honorable, and next week they will do an eight-man tag match as he makes a bid to win over his partner again. He and Ross choke around, and they all end up toasting a drink together. You know, I even, like even, the, even Shivani. Yeah, I like the avoiding of the, uh, you know, well, who was holding the camera? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought Rick Ross was phenomenal in this segment. I thought he was really yeah. good. For a celebrity uh, implant, yeah. he yeah. was entertaining. He yeah, talked was. Good. You can tell he did not hesitate at all. Like, we're I, a great I, duo. I could have some more Rick Ross on the mic down the road with, with Swerve and Our Glory. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was yeah. Good or stuff. Swerve. Obviously, obviously, Rick Ross and Swerve are working on the music side of it. Mm-hmm. Not big into the that type of music, but whatever. Yeah, yep. it works for them. Yeah, Rick Ross yeah. is awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, 
After that segment, Jade Cargill wins another match, making her 41 and 0. Next. Um, <laughs> keep on going. And then a video package is shown for the House of Black with the three men being shown in bags as a voice asks if they have given up their faith so quickly. Julia Hart ends up burning, burying, and putting them in water. And glimpses of the three resurrecting are shown with the voice of Malachi Black being heard asking his father for forgiveness. That was awesome. Oh, man, was this really is a well done. fantastic package. Um, you know, you see one being buried, she blows out the candle. One set adrift, blows out the candle. Lights the fire, blows out. The... It was great. It was mm-hmm. well done. Kind of gives you that feeling that kind of julia is going to be leading things in a different way as she went from having the black makeup to just the black contact well and hopefully whatever this vision is of the house of black this repackage is more in line with what malachi had originally yes had visioned for it because that was i yeah. guess one of his frustrations was creative wise he didn't think things were going like he wanted so um yeah i'm excited about it and that's another team you could throw in a trios mix yeah, yeah. They've got beef with uh, Death Triangle. They got a long history with them. So yeah, yeah. And that feud still hasn't officially ended. I mean, right. it has, but it hasn't. So right. so no, very well done. I, I thought it was yeah. really good. And now it's time for our main event. There's Samoa. one thing. You, what, what one thing you forgot to cover? Um, Jamie Hader, Tony Storm video package. I thought was really good. I thought it was really good too. Got personal. Yeah, I did not know that they were roommates and everything during the pandemic. It's not in my notes. So that's all right. So I got <laughs> you. So that is the interim, which I hate, women's world championship match. And I think that's going to be a really fun match. Mm-hmm. Really fun match. One of, one of, finally getting her shot. One of the few starts of storylines that we get going into a pay-per-view. Yeah, it was real. That's what they need to do more of. Yes. Give us some yes. video packages like this. It made me invested in the story. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you got to get into storylines. Like, even Mox right now. Mox doing a title eliminator knowing that he's facing MJ. Like, come on. Get, give me give me some story build. Give me some story build on these tag titles. Give me some story build mm-hmm. on, on, on the TNT title, the TBS. Just give me some freaking right. stories, guys. Right. You're throwing a lot of people on TV, but yes, we get not a, advancing a story. On, on the flip side, we get a lot of free matches on on TV that should be pay per view quality. Okay, yeah. I get that. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. But there's still a little bit of a niche that I'm like, man, yep. give me give me some build. Give me give me two three weeks, mm-hmm. uh, and then let's let's go to the pay per view and. I mean, I don't know if you guys have been watching it, been watching a lot of the uh, Vice TV uh, Tales from the uh, Territory. Mm-hmm. Those guys used to do builds for six months. Oh, yeah. I mean, they would do TV weekly and then spot shows two times a week, and they would build for six months until you get it, maybe if not a year. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm asking for two weeks. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Day today's are different, but come Stop. on, you're, 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 like man, I thought ECW back in the day just had some great story builds. Well, Polly is creative genius when it comes to building stories. If you, just, if you look at the whole Raven Green thing, that was my favorite. 
Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. you Sandman in the middle of that out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Okay. But that was over six months. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a month. It was six months. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, TK. Well, give me, just give me a little bill. Yep. Yep. We have some long-term storytelling, but normally then the build to the matches a couple of weeks. You would sell some. I think you sell more pay-per-views too if you mm-hmm. get a little longer build. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, main event: Samoa Joe versus Brian Cage for the ROH Television Championship. I knew Joe was going to go over on this. I mean, he's the only person pictured on the final <laughs> battle poster and he's holding his championship he's not losing it tonight i still thought brian cage looked good though that's two times oh, in a row man. against wardlow yeah. and against joe i mean talk about a guy who everybody pretty much wrote off and then tk's like no we you know we're picking up his contract we're extending it and mm-hmm. throw him on roh and the last two times he's been on dynamite he's really produced no i thought yeah. for a 275 pound man Great match. Yeah. yeah. Great match. Yep. Um, I know he won the Impact World title against uh, Austin Aries, and that was some controversy after that. But tonight, I thought he looked even better than that, mm-hmm. even taking the loss against Joe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it was. He's, he's got some value. He really does. Yeah, he, he does. does. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know Freaking what? At, strong. Least, at least we've got a big guy like this. And, and mind you, he's not being used on TV every week, but at least he's not on TV every week picking a guy up out of a chair, putting him in a submission, and watching him pass out in thirty seconds. No, I agree. I don't. I don't. I don't want that. You don't want to bring back the master lock challenge. That guy was on so much. Have you seen him lately? Yeah. 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 He wants yeah. another run somewhere, but good he luck. He does, but he was never mind. No, I was never a Christmas. No negativity guy. on this show, right? No, yeah, we will right. throw someone when it's called uh-huh. for. Yeah. He's got Game's a lot over of skin. <laughs> Get off the juice. Orange juice? <laughs> yeah, orange juice. Oh. Pulp free. <laughs> all right. Man, I don't think he was pulp free at all. <laughs> Not even close. Uh, after the match, the embassy jumps Joe until Wardlow makes his way to the ring. They retreat. However, while he uh, Wardlow focuses on them, Powerhouse Hobbs appears, drops the TNT champion with a spine buster, rips his shirt off, standing tall over him at the close of the show. I think I think that's who takes this title off Wardlow. This quick though, and why I say that is I know. SRS Sean Ross Apple Fightful reported after you remember after Double or Nothing when he I think it was Double or Nothing if not all out I think it was I don't know, one of the two pay per views he beat Ricky Starks it was like a real surprise he squashed him pretty much eight, eight minutes yeah he mm-hmm. he reported that Powerhouse Hobbs was in for a huge push and it never happened so that's what makes me think now they're gonna make it happen so. Just my opinion. And that's a guy, you know, maybe he Wardlow loses a little dirty, but Powerhouse Hobbs is still, as his name, a powerhouse. I mean, there's no – it's not like Wardlow's losing to a little guy or anything. I think I think Powerhouse could be great. I really mm-hmm. do. I mean, he looks – again, looks like a million bucks. I've said it a couple times tonight. But he's got the build. He, obviously, he needs a little work on the mic. Oh, he does. He's young. 
he's young. Um, but I would rather a guy like Powerhouse Hobbs, a guy with his his build, take the title off of Warload. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. If we're going to push Warload even a step farther, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, let's let's get the let's get the belt off Warload to Powerhouse, belt off of Mox and MJF. MGF Warlord, they got history. Come on. Yep. I, I'm already, I mean, I've said it, take my money. I will be right there for that one. So that was actually my prediction. I had the, mm-hmm. uh, my prediction for this year, I had to build on Warlord at the end of the year, taking off of MJF. I think I was just a little too far ahead. I think maybe that happens in 2023 sometime. But I like the TNT title being a title that can, do what it's supposed to as a mid-card title, or even though they don't want to call it mid-card, elevate a guy to where a level he's too big for the title, take it off him, he's ready to go for the next title. I think that's what they could do with Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah. They haven't really done it with Ricky Starks, but that was the FTW title. That's a little different. Right. And sometimes, you know. He's on the other shows. I'm sure. Give Give me the handsome devil. Yeah. You want more Hookhausen? What? Yeah, Hookhausen didn't yes. really last. Yes, I, I think they're entertaining this hell. Oh, Danhausen's hilarious. Yes, but they can't decide if he's with Hook or with the best friends. But um, they had him lose. I'm sorry to interrupt, Paul. They had no, him lose ahead. a QT the other night on Dark Elevation. Danhausen. Oh. All right, I'm over it. Yeah, that yeah. that did not make me happy. No. Was it a match? Cool um, no, not clean, but still. Oh. Well, as long as it wasn't clean, still. I feel a little better about it then. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, and sometimes you don't even need to put the former TNT champion into another title picture. No. It elevated Darby Allen. I mean, right. Darby was big before he got the belt. Don't get me wrong. But it brought him to that next level. And then you put him with Sting, which brought him to another level. He doesn't need a belt to be talked about. Darby right. Allen is doing fine without gold. Don't put a belt on him. But the TNT title really started helping elevate him like it should. Yeah, well, The problem with TNT was when it was going from Sammy to Sky, Sammy to Sky, back and forth. That whole ordeal with America Top Team stuff. That's where it kind of lost its luster after Cody left. To go to W because when Cody lost to Sammy, that was one of the best ladder matches I've ever seen. But then after that, it was kind of a cluster. So then finally, they have Wardlow take it. Um, I think it was just buying time until Wardlow made the full change. They weren't ready for Wardlow yet. So we have to do something until we can get there. So this is what we do. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Um, Wrestler of the night, and there are several to pick from tonight. Samoa Joe. Tanner? Trying to think here. That's a good one. Um, Tanner's going to go with uh, Nyla Rose. (laughs) No, I'm not. He's going to go with Pack. No, I'm not. Or or Uh, Jack Perry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't want to go with... Ooh, Cole Carter. There you go. No. I'm going to go Cole Cabana. Dang it. That was my losing favorite. effort. I, all right. I was there with you. Yep. Um, all right. I'm I'm going to go. 
I don't know. You don't have a lot left, Paul. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I've either got to agree with you guys or go with somebody completely different. Uh, Shibata. Okay. Okay. Without Comes saying out. a word. Yeah. Comes out, makes his intentions known, follows the belt up as Cassidy lifts it. I'm interested in finding out more about this guy. So, yeah, yeah I'll give it to him. Um, Overall rating for tonight. I guess we kind of did that backwards, didn't we? It's all right. This is why Tanner needs to lead. Go, go for it, Tanner. A lot of surprises tonight. Um, some better than others. Um, Fast-moving show. The women's stuff was awful in rain tonight. Um, seven two, seven two for me. A little low tonight. Ooh. Seven two. Ooh, that's a little low for you. It is there, low for me. There was a women's match. Did we cover I know. that? I know it's. <laughs> they covered Bow Wow getting shut down by Jade more than they did the women's match. <laughs> um, man, I was I was right with Tanner. On the ram, I'm going seven one. Dang, I thought it was gonna be the lowest one tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna go seven three. That's where I was at. Oh, what a cop with, out! So. Yeah. What a cop out! No, that's where I was at to begin with. I kid you not. Um, if I would have gone first, we, you know, we would have known. Uh, no, I mean there there was some stuff that could have. I mean, if you just don't have a women's match tonight, it would have been a little disappointing. But I probably would have given it a seven six seven seven at that point. I, I've kind of lost my faith in Tony. Knowing I, I just don't think he knows how to book the women anymore. Uh, well, the second match of the night, Mox and Moriarty was yeah. not good. Yeah, yeah. No you, know, you made your world champion look bad, and and I know you won, and it Mox, but. Gosh darn it. The highlight of the match is when the stupid Baltimore Ravens walk in. Right. That's like, always bad. And that, that might have been bad timing against those guys. And, and Mox and Moriarty had no call into that, right? Right. But, you know, you know Lamar Jackson, those guys were behind, backstage before the match, probably in the Cadian room or the, the, the open bar room, and they decided, all right, it's time to go out and watch this stuff, you know. And it just happened to be in that match, and it, it distracted it, took away from yeah. it. But. And you can tell that's exactly kind of what they thought because as they pan over the last time, you see security coming around the gate to stand there by them. They didn't know they were on their way. Yeah, I mean, it was, I don't know. Unintentional distraction. Yeah. I, I go back to that was really bad booking for Mox. Made it, mm-hmm. I think it made him look weak. Yeah. yeah. This is nothing against Moriarty. I don't want to be negative, but the guys are nobody. Uh, the it's next two. Hair, blue hair, purple hair, pink hair, stupid, stupid hair. Well, get him off there. And I almost guarantee you, even though I this would be a good match, but I almost guarantee you Friday Night Rampage, they're going to announce Ethan Page versus Mox for Dynamite next week. Mm, no, because Page is in the tournament. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Never mind. Yeah, right. so we won't see those two. What, what tournament? Why do we have a tournament when we already have a match with MJF? Why do we have a tournament? It's stupid. For winter is coming. It's yeah. a future. It's not <laughs> leading up to you know, this. MJF and Mox. 
No, that's what they need to do in the next two weeks. Yeah, build yeah. those. You can build your elimination tournament. The finals will be at full gear, and then the yeah, then the winner coming. Whatever. Give the twiddly winks about a freaking <laughs> eliminator. It's dumb. Sorry. Give us a longer eliminator tournament, not like here's eight guys. This one's four matches for- later, we've announced our winner. This one's going on for forty seven months. Have you guys noticed how AW is just? disregarded the rankings they only have rankings anymore they oh yeah they them. even admitted it yeah yeah they've gotten away from them yeah, yeah. they don't matter yeah. anymore we haven't seen it three four months on television have we no no and they stopped uh, posting them on the socials too so. yeah they they started disappearing um oh i don't know around a, the time a guy left the company for another company just saying yeah he might have had a hand they, in the they didn't follow the rankings anyways that's what always bothered me about oh, it like Jody. Jody is his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jody Toads. Runnels. <laughs> Jody jo- Jody Bunnels. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Brandy Runnels. That's gonna, that's gonna be my creator wrestler on Fight Forever next year. <laughs> Jody Bunnels. <laughs> now I gotta come up with uh, American something. I don't know. I gotta come up with a nickname for him. Um the American sleaze bag. <laughs> there we go. American yeah, nap time. I could be itself. Give him the pencil, Tony. Give me the pencil. I don't have a pen right now. I put it right <laughs> Okay. Well, I have to call you Sanjay Dutt. So yeah. Well, he's got more hair. Dutt. Good lord, he's awful. You know, Jeff Jarrett has history with him too. So, which is kind of interesting. Didn't Sanjay Dutt pencil for Jeff Jarrett and GCW Global or no? I'm sorry. Global yeah. Force. Global Force. Yeah, yep. wasn't Sanjay his pencil there? I think he was, and then they have mm-hmm. the history from TNA, of course. Yeah, that, that's when Jeff Jarrett was selling gold bars. <laughs> yeah, that's and Cody. We were just talking about Cody. He was the champ of Global Force for a little bit. Cody was. Uh huh. I mean, I didn't, I didn't see. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff yeah. Jarrett was selling gold bars, supposed gold bars to yeah, yeah, invest in this. It was whatever. He's something else. My world will be an interesting episode next week to listen to. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, but we've gone almost an hour and a half. I think it's time to wrap this thing. Tanner, you want to wrap it or you want me to wrap it? I'll let you take it, Paul. I'll take over duties again next week. You're doing a good All job. Right. All right. All right. Um, hey, you know what? Be sure to follow the Kicking Out podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. And when you're checking out our social media, be sure to check out our two different merch stores. You can get some great KOP merch, support a great podcast, and look great doing so. And uh, be sure to listen to the Kicking Out podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast. And if that happens to be Apple Podcast, give us that five-star rating because we are five-star KOP. And with that... Be sure to follow Tanner Lee, our KOP predictions champion on social media at Tanner Lee 92. Follow Austin Shepard at the Shep 27. And be sure to follow myself at Paul Zartman 921. Boys, it's been a great time. Uh, we'll do this again next week for Tanner Lee and Austin Shepard. I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast. <laughs>